0: Hi, Phil Debella here on Flashcast by PDB. Today, what I wanna talk about is strategy, the good old strategy word where a lot of people, uh, firstly, don't understand it, or secondly, um, more disappointingly, don't actually have one. So let's talk about the format that I use is very simple. So when I'm doing strategic plan, there's um, some do's and don'ts. So the do's is obviously make sure that you have a strategic plan, make sure that it's based on the back of a vision, Make sure that it involves the whole team, not just a CEO or the owner. It needs to involve the whole team. Um, And most importantly to me is keep it as simple as possible because what you want it to be is that it's a living document. So the don'ts, don't build something that you're just going to put in a shelf um, and never look at again. Don't make it so complicated that nobody in the organization can understand. And don't just do it for the sake of doing it. So we've got that out of the way. Let's talk about the way I do strategic planning. So I start with a SWOT analysis, a very simple uh, document template to allow us to identify what the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats of an organization are. And that to me is all the data collection phase. So step one in a strategic plan for myself is to collect the data. And the way I do that is through a SWOT analysis. So sitting down with all members of the organization, or if it's a massive organization, obviously with key elements of the, of the organization to ad- identify clearly what the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats of the organization are. The next part is the analysis part. And a lot of people like to go from data straight to strategy, and they miss out on analyzing the data. And this is, to me, is one of the most important things that needs to happen when building a strong strategic plan, is that you need to collect your data, but more importantly, you need to analyze what that data looks for. To give you a quick example in the coffee industry, um, a client that uses 40 or 50 kilograms of coffee a week might only use one kilogram of decaf a week. So some people might tell us, why don't we get rid of not selling decaf when there's no purpose for it? However... What the analysis of the data shows us is that when people go out to drink coffee, it's obviously the decaf drinker or the soy milk drinker that actually depicts where they go. So if I was a cafe not using decaf, I might miss out on five cups of coffee because I simply don't have decaf or if I don't have soy. Um, and that's using a very simple, basic example of why it's so important to um, make sure you always analyze your data. So step two is analysis. Make sure that you sit down and you analyze the strengths, weakness, opportunities, and threats. And what I mean in particular is with your strengths, know them. Once you know them and you know what makes your organization great, that's good. Park them. Weaknesses, well, we should be trying to work on getting the weaknesses across to to our strengths. Um, Opportunities, make sure that we're not missing out on opportunities within the organization, both now and future. Um, Again, and that's all through the analysis phase. And then threats. Threats is somewhere that you really need to work on and make sure that while you're analyzing your data, that you're um, ensuring that you are going to be well-positioned in future to uh, neutralize your threats. And then the last part is the strategy itself. Is, is going about building a working document that you can refer to. And I refer to our um, working documents monthly across the different businesses. Um, I use them as a reporting tool. I use them as a motivation tool. But more importantly, they're a living document. And the format that I've seen that works best so far is Gazelles, G-A-Z-E-L-L-E-S. They have a fantastic one-page strategic um, summary document, and it talks about core values, purpose, brand promises, um, and strategic priorities. But more importantly, it's, um. They call it a BHAG, which is big, hairy, audacious goal that sits in the middle. Um, I call it a vision. What do I see in three to five years? So an outcome, a problem I'm going to solve. It's up to you what terminology you use. But a BHAG, it all starts with that big, hairy, audacious goal or vision or, um, or, or problem you're going to solve. And I like my problems to be measured in tangible emotional engagement um, measurements, not in dollar terms. So I often get asked about, you know, what do you think about using a strategic, um, you know, outcome as a dollar term? And I say that not everybody within an organization can relate to revenue. So if your, if your goal or your BHAG is to build a hundred million dollar turnover business, does that emotionally engage with everybody within your organization? And to me, it doesn't. What we did at Bella coffee was that by 30 June 2017, we wanted the organization to reach five million cups a week that we were producing enough coffee that would total 5 million cups of coffee. What that allowed us to do is that everyone, the whole 110 employees across the organisation, could measure what they were doing every day at work against how they contributed to those cups of coffee. And I have to say that was the most powerful thing we did in our strategic planning, was that we built a BHAG that was so powerful and emotionally engaging with everyone with the organisation that everyone felt relevant, everyone felt part of the team, and that everyone felt connected and that they were striving towards a mutual Um, you know, destination of success. So download that Gazelle's document, have a look at it in the middle, make sure your BHAG has a very, very tangible, emotionally engaging outcome that you want to achieve in three to five years. Then sit down and go through what your core values of your business are. And again, doing this with your team. What are the core values based on the SWOT analysis that we've just done and the analysis of the data? Um, Obviously your purpose You know, why do you exist, your relevance, what problem are you going to solve in the organisation and in the marketplace, and then your brand promises. So what are the brand promises you're going to make to the market that will get people to choose you? What do they look like? What problems, again, are you going to solve? When people speak your name, your company name, what's the emotional engagement or attachment? So when I say to you, Ferrari, what is it all about? Red Bull, we give you wings. All these sorts of things are brand promises. So, you know, these are the things that that make your organization um, tell a story so that people choose you to stand out. But you've got to be able to back those brand promises up. And then what sits underneath is obviously your strategic priorities. And I always break strategic priorities down to quarterly, um, 12 month, and then three to five years. So obviously, you need to know what, where you're heading in the next quarter, with the next 12 weeks, you need to know where you're going in the next 12 months, and you need to start thinking about three to five years. Now, of course, a lot of it can change. Um, one of the things I talk about in strategic planning is you need to position yourself to be able to pivot. And if you can't pivot, then you become very stagnant. You become very one-dimensional. And the best organisations in the world are not one-dimensional. They have the ability to pivot when they need to pivot, um, to adapt to you know, economic um, changes, to geographical changes, to social changes. And the world's moving at such a frantic pace that whilst it's necessary and a must to have an outline and a guidance and a strategic document, you've also got to make sure that that strategic document and plan is um, flexible enough for you to pivot to be able to ride the highs and plan for the lows. So um, in tying it all together, strategic planning is not a scary thought. You must be doing it in your organization. But again, don't do it to tick a box. Do it so that you're producing a working document that can be used across the organization. Do it very simply on the back of a SWOT analysis where you collect all your data, with involve everybody within your organization, analyze that data, and then go and build your your, um, execution and your strategy plan um, and make sure that it's a living document. Guys, it's all about being the best you can be, ensuring that limitations are not self-imposed, and it's all about accelerating your potential. Until next time, thank you.